It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. The accent is French. Let me open the show with a question for you, a simple question. Have you ever said I love you first in a relationship? Think about it. Have you ever said I love you first in a relationship? And so that's actual question I posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, which you can always find also at therendezvousshow.com. And here are the results of the poll. 80% of you said, yes, I have said I love you first. 20% of you said, no, I have not. I wonder, just curious, I don't have the results of that, how many men said I love you first versus women? That's something that I'm curious, and I will do another poll, but another day. Anyway, your questions are next on the rendezvous 855-905-8255. The lines are open. If you have a relationship question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Dorothy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, I've been dating a guy for about five years now, and over the five years, we started out as friends, and things have grown with us, and it's been a really wonderful, wonderful relationship. Well, recently, I asked him to move in together, and he won't answer my question. He changes the subject. He leaves the room. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even say that he doesn't want to talk about it. I, I, I don't know what to do, Simon. Okay. So... First, I have a question. Did you have any, I don't know, red flags before that conversation that he would say that? Was things not okay? How, how's the romance? How the communication to the two of you? What was it like? You know, it's been great, Simon. You know, he stays at my house. I stay at his house. We text several times during the day. We call each other and say goodnight. I don't have any red flags, Simon. Okay. Did you ask him why he has no answer? He just then, you know, will leave the room or, you know, I have to go to the store or something. He just keeps avoiding it. Really? Okay. Uh, well, he can't avoid you forever, though. So uh, right. the thing is, the fact that he didn't answer means he doesn't want to move in with you. That's, that's right. a sure thing, okay? The why, I mean, it doesn't really matter because now you know he doesn't want to move in with you. It also means there is no really a future with you. Mm. Because why would you want to stay with a man who's wasting your time? True. Right? I mean, Dorothy, in your intuition, do you think this guy wants to marry you one day and be with you? I'd like to say yes, but you're right, Simon. I, I don't think so. I'm sorry. Yes, I don't think so either. You always have to listen to your intuition. And you ask somebody to move in, and they say either they don't know, they don't want to, and they never answer. They just don't want to do that with you. And I don't want you to waste your time, Dorothy. Life is too short to waste time with the wrong person. Yeah, you're right. So I suggest you have a different talk with him now. Okay, Simon. Sorry about that, Dorothy, but I'm here to protect you. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Good luck to you. Be strong and keep the faith. Have you ever asked a question to your partner and they never answered you and you wonder what they meant by that? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever been in a relationship or married or anyway in a situation where you ask your partner a question, they don't answer, and they don't say yes or no, no answer. And just like my last caller, Dorothy, you wonder what does it mean, right? Because silence can mean so many different things. It doesn't always mean no. It all depends on the question. And the danger of this is that if we don't ask a second time and don't get an answer, 
it's like having a cavity. It only gets worse. When we don't know something, it doesn't get better by us imagining the worst usually, <laughs> never the best. So ask again. And now let's look at the other side of the coin. Have you ever not answered a question? I made that mistake. I'm not proud of it, but I'm going to share that story with you next. So I don't know about you, if you ever have like made that mistake that I've made many times by cowardness, probably. Instead of answering a question about the relationship, usually like, where are we going? What's up with us? Uh, are we going to move in together? Are we going to be exclusive? I have made, and shame on me for that in my younger days, a point of not answering when I didn't want to, but I wanted to enjoy the relationship lightly and the romance and the ooh-la-la. It was a selfish move on my behalf, and I'm sorry about that. But I don't want you to do like me. I want you to do better than me. So when somebody asks you a question, always remember that they deserve an answer and you have to be honest. And not answering a question is like not being honest because you let the other person in pain. Everybody deserves the truth. And then they have to accept it. But you've got to give them this gift, the truth and your real answers. And if you have any question actually for me, I'm going to give you an answer. Just call me, 855-905-8255. If you've been worried about your relationship in any way, stop worrying and call me, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Marab. What's going on? Bonjour. How are you? I am good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So how can I help you tonight? Okay, so I've got like a question for you. Um, I, I went on a date with a guy who I liked very much. He brought me to a concert, mm -hmm. which I liked very much. But then he was like texting the whole time. And on, on top of that, he was texting i noticed a girl like it wasn't just like his friend or his mom or something it was another girl and i just felt so awkward mm -hmm. that i didn't really know what to do so i just said good night at the end but i don't know should i call him and call him out on it or what do i do okay so uh you guys have just had one date yes just one okay so there's nothing you can do it's not your boyfriend it's just a friend he can do what he wants it's rude but it means he's not really into you, so you don't have to call him. I mean, that would be a waste of time. And he doesn't also owe you anything at that term because you guys went to a concert, you had dinner, and, and maybe he's interested by somebody else. But, you know, in the dating world, Myra, really, until you guys decide to have the talk and it's exclusive, everybody, you know, is kind of doing their own thing. I agree with you. I don't like it at all when somebody does what he did, and it would be a turn-off mm -hmm. for me too. But I don't think you have any you know, reason now to call him. The best you can do is never speak to him ever again or see him ever again. That's true. I'm, I'm, I, I knew it, but it just felt so awkward. I guess I should have just left earlier. <laughs> well, well it, you know, you couldn't know. I mean, I, was the concert good? It was a good concert? Uh, it was a great concert. So in that sense, it was totally mm. worth going out. All right. Well, so the dinner was good. You had a good concert. You, had, you know, it's okay. I just say it like it was like a friend and leave it at that. Okay, I like that idea. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, Marin. Good luck on the next date. Thanks. Appreciate it. So I just got an interesting email at therendezvousshow.com. Somebody needs my help to reignite the flame in a very complicated situation. That is next. You're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, but you can't call me right now. You can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, What's going on with Justin and his girlfriend? Justin says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Justin. I started dating a girl for a couple months, and we both developed feelings and grew more attached than we expected to. 
She is independent and wasn't looking for a relationship, but it was progressing naturally. Unfortunately, she got scared and broke things off. We actually booked a trip together before we even went out the first time, which is coming up this week. Any thoughts on putting her at ease and reigniting the spark on the trip? Okay, so the question is how to reignite the flame when things have cooled off between two people. I'm going to answer that one next. Stay with me. Say you broke up with your ex, and uh, you guys, before you broke up, had a trip planned together. And you know your ex wants to reignite the flame with you. What do you think is the best way for him to reignite the flame with you? Is it to showering you with flowers, love notes, gifts, attention? Or is it better he leaves you alone and it gives you space to breathe and then the two of you can you know, have a great trip, relax, and go from there? What would you prefer? I can tell you, Justin, that the best way is distance. Respect the space of your partner. When somebody has broken up with you, there is a reason. So for them to change their mind, they need to have time, space, and on their own, feel again the attraction. There's nothing you can do but be kind, leave them alone, treat them as friends, and go from there. No guilt, no pressure. Now, if you suffer from any of those two things, just call me now. I'm going to help you. 855-905-8255. It's time to share your love story with me on The Rendezvous. So call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tia. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I know you have a romantic story to share with me, and I would like to hear it. I do, I do. I've got the cutest boyfriend in the whole world. Um, so I have always loved traveling. My entire life I've loved traveling the world. And uh, my boyfriend is a very, very adventurous guy. And I was getting kind of frustrated this year because I feel like sometimes our dreams can kind of get set aside when we get busy and, and we talk about going and doing all these things and we plan it and then it never ends up happening. And I was honestly getting frustrated and kind of venting about it a lot. And then when our uh, anniversary came up this year, it was like a month ago, um, he ended up buying me a big a world map, and it was a cork board, and he bought all these push pins, and he said that every time we go on an adventure, we can push the push pin into the cork board, and it'll mark off a place that we've been together. And then he said that we can start off <clears throat> by uh, doing it in New York. So he actually took me on a trip to New York, and we put that push pin in, and and started marking off all those adventures, and he wanted me to have a tangible um, gift to to be able to visualize and, and look at how my dreams were coming true. It was really, really sweet. It is really, I mean, very original, very sweet, and very caring. How did that make you feel? Oh, my gosh. I, I, I felt really validated. I felt like it, 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 he was helping make my dreams come true. You know, it was it was so special and something like I never would have asked him or even thought of something like that. But the fact that he came up with that idea and, and did that, and I, I, it blew my mind. I cried. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. You said a key word, validated. That's something we have to remember. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I'm happy for you and credits to him. Yeah, thank you so much and have a good night. Thanks and have a good night too. Validation. Let's talk about what it means next on The Rendezvous. When you're in a relationship, i got to ask you this. How important is it to you to feel validated by your partner? 
Because interestingly enough, my last caller, Tia, just said she felt validated when her boyfriend did something very special for her. And I think validation, honestly, is an expression of love. It is. We don't use that word enough. We want to feel validated, meaning our partner realizes that our feelings are valid and worthwhile, that what we say, what we feel is validated by our partner and not ignored. And let me give you a few examples of how to do this. Next on The Rendezvous. What do you think is the best way for your partner to make you feel validated in the relationship? First of all, I like to be heard. So when we talk together, I like my partner to remember what I said and I like to pay attention to what she says. So this active communication and this active listening to each other helps both of us to feel validated. The second thing is, when it comes to taste, food, traveling, music, movies, things like this, you feel validated when your partner remembers that and when your partner takes in consideration you taste too, right? Example, I don't eat spicy food. So if my partner constantly asks me, why don't we go to a spicy food restaurant, obviously they're not paying attention. It's those little details that makes you feel validated and they go a long way. So keep that in mind. And anyway, if you want to feel validated by me, it's very simple. Just call me, 855-905-8255. You call the next. You have a question for me. Just call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Marissa, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. How can I help you tonight? Hi, I was just wondering, um, when is it good to like progress to... Um, being more exclusive in a relationship. If I've been seeing somebody for two months, do you think now is a good time to bring that up? So what do you think are the signs that he's ready to be exclusive? We just really hit it off nicely. I feel like we have a lot of chemistry. We get along really well. We have a lot of the same interests. It just feels really good, you know? Okay. Do you think, because he hasn't asked you to be exclusive yet, right? Not yet. Mm -hmm. Um... If you follow your intuition, Marissa, do your intuition tells you this is the time or it's a little soon? Well, I definitely want something more. So I feel like my intuition is saying to go for it. Then if your intuition tells you to go for it, you go for it. Never, never not listen to your intuition, Marissa. So go for it. Have the talk. Have the famous DTR. Define the relationship and tell him how you feel and tell him that, you know, you would like to start to be exclusive and uh, take it to the next stage. You got nothing to lose to take okay. to have the talk. All right. That sounds good. I think I think you're right. Okay, good. Good luck to you with the talk. My fingers are crossed. Thanks for calling and have a good night. Thank you so much. I got one more key question for you tonight. So listen, if you found that your partner cheated on you in the beginning of your relationship, what would you do? Oh, we're going to talk about that next. So stay with me. The last but key question of the night for you. If you found that your partner cheated on you in the beginning of your relationship, what would you do? I want to know that. So I actually posted that very question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and thank you so much for voting massively to this poll. Here are the results. 40% of you said, I would forgive them, and 60% of you said, dump them. Now, I must tell you that if at the beginning of our relationship you cheat on me, I'm out. Au revoir, ciao, hasta la vista. That's 
my policy. But I admire all of you who said I could forgive them. I'm sorry. I don't do that at the beginning of the relationship. Maybe later on. Anyway, thank you so much for voting on this. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you for calling me. And thank you for sharing your beautiful love stories. It inspires me every night. Merci et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.